Welcome to All Things Career Podcast. The mission of All Things Career is to provide the unwritten rules of success to people of color. No matter if you have a job or own a business, we want to share information and experiences that we wish we knew earlier in our careers. Aisha Rose is a mother, creative, writer, marketer, and energy goddess. She utilizes her social media platform and blog to highlight and elevate messages of self-care, self-love, and self-awareness. She's published two journals, The Healing Journal, to help people ground themselves in self-discovery through healing, and Reflections and Manifestations Journal to enable people to see month-to-month growth and progress in their goals, reflections, and manifestations set for the entire year. She's the go-to resource for showing others how self-care fits into their daily life. And that's why she's on the show today. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. And I know I was telling you a little bit earlier, but I've always admired you from afar as a soror and just someone on social media and just really embodying self-love and self-care, just like your bio said. And on our show, we really talk about careers a lot of time, but we wanted to start off January with really this topic of self-care and self-discovery. So can you kind of share with our listeners why it is so important for corporate workers and entrepreneurs to implement self-care into their routine? Yeah, for sure. I can say, definitely speaking from experience and just my own learning, that if you don't take care of yourself, you will not be able to show up as your best self in those spaces, whether it's as a boss or a leader You just will not be your best self if you're not taking care of yourself at home or just personally in general. And I've seen that I know when my personal life is out of order or I'm not doing my best, I'm not my most productive self. I'm not my most creative self. I may not be a good partner or a good teammate. And so it's really beneficial, not just for you, but even people around you and that you work with, that you're really indulging in that self-care really regularly, even if it's in small ways to make sure that you can show up as a good person with other people too. I think that's so important because oftentimes we think about our physical health, obviously, and we think about being spot on when we think about our careers or with our business, but self-care, like you shared, is that additive or that ingredient that you must have in order to be well in all the different areas of your life. Yeah, for sure. So what is your self-care routine? I think oftentimes it's good to hear what other people are doing and take a few things from one person and then add a couple of things in that you may like. So what do you do for your self-care? Yeah, I look at my self-care routine as super basic. (laughs) At least it is for me. I like to keep things really simple and make sure that I'm doing things that I enjoy and that I know are beneficial to me. So things that I keep in my self-care toolkit are therapy and going to therapy really regularly. I've been able to meet a therapist who's been a really good one for me. And we've now been together, I think two years and we went through the pandemic together and was able to do virtual sessions and we still do virtual and live. And so just being able to stay grounded in that and have a space where I can speak freely, really regularly, whether that's two times a month or every week, if I need it, that's been a really big part of my self-care journey and my self-care 
routine for years. So that's one for sure. Working out. I do enjoy working out. I just started weight training last year, 2021. And going to group fitness classes like Zumba or hit classes. I've started to go to hip hop step, which I love so much. (laughs) Yes. I really love it. Just the energy that you get from groups like that and being able to make friends there and have people that are looking for you and holding you accountable. It makes you feel good, or at least it makes me feel good. And it makes me want to show up and actually go to those classes and have fun. And it doesn't even feel like I'm working out. But then when I look back on the week, it's like, oh, I did do my body some good. I was moving a couple of times and just didn't even realize it. So that's a big part. I know if I'm not moving, I will feel yucky by a week or two if I'm not doing that. And outside of those things, some other things that I kind of do on my own, of course, is journaling. And that's kind of where my recent journals were birthed from. I've just always been a journaler or one of those girls in middle school and high school that kept a diary. And so just mm-hmm. learning how to reflect on life in a more mature way, but also in a way that helps me reflect and helps me keep myself going and recognizing my growth or recognizing my lack of growth and what I need to do better. So I really use journaling in that way. And last few things I have is walking in nature. I'm not like a nature girl, but I do like to go outside and just get fresh air, whether it's riding my bike or taking a walk around my neighborhood or just sitting in the park or sitting by some water, or if I go to a beach or something, those things I can tell just really rejuvenize, uh, rejuvenate me. And I try to keep them nearby, especially if I'm just really anxious or feeling heavy. Sometimes I just step away and just go walk outside. And that really helps. And last but not least, having a creative outlet. So using my blog and using my social media platforms that people connect to, a lot of the messages that I share, people don't know that a lot of times it's things that I need to hear <laughs> and, and I'm mm. just putting, I'm putting those things out there. It's kind of like a public journal, if you will, sometimes. And I just share those notes and hope that if someone does resonate with it, that I've helped them along their day or their week, just the same that I'm trying to help myself. That's so, so good. That's so real. Because when I think about this podcast, like I'm recording things or talking about topics that I know that I need. And I think self-care is something that I didn't prioritize so much in 2021. And that's something that I want to work towards. So of course we brought in the expert to talk about (laughs) how to, you know, get this routine. And, you know, as you were talking, a lot of the things that you said, I'm like, okay, why do that? Why do I feel like my self-care is not where it should be? So maybe Mm -hmm. let me take a step back. How would you define self-care? Yeah, that's funny you say this because even my therapist has recently, she challenged me to say, are you really caring for yourself? I hear that you're doing this and you're doing that, but in what ways are you caring for you? And one thing that I didn't list on purpose because I don't do it routinely is just sitting and doing nothing. That's not how I'm built to be able to just sit and not do anything for days at a time or just sit in my house. 
I very much so always have a busy schedule, always have a long list of things to do. And that's not the healthiest way to live all the time. And the way that I would care for myself is honestly carving out some days where I can just lay in bed and just watch TV or just lay in bed and take naps or whatever it is that I'm feeling that my body is needing that I'm ignoring so that I can keep going on this wheel of productivity. And so I say all that to say that there are still some things that I'm trying to work on myself, (laughs) but also the way that I look at self-care is really prioritizing yourself. When I think back to the first question you asked me of why it's important, so many times we hear people talking about this job is stressing me out and, oh my goodness, I was up all night and I was working all night. This isn't going to work. And why do we really hear people say that when it comes to their work, their nine to five or their after nine to five or their side hustle or whatever is really because they don't have any boundaries Mm. and it's really not the job and it's not the side hustle It's them because how are you prioritizing you? How can you, no one told you that you had to stay up all night and work on that project. You chose to. So if it's still something that you want to do, because that's the balance. Well, I know that I need to do this and I want to do this. Okay. How can you balance what you want to do and what you need to do? And then what your body or yourself needs you to do too. And that's where self-care comes in. And it's like, okay, I need to balance this out. I'm not going to do, this isn't going to be a regular thing for me. I'm not going to do this to myself every night. I'm not going to work every weekend, but If I have to do it once, I'm going to make sure I have a me day somewhere in that week. And it's just really about trying to figure out that routine and that schedule and that balance of prioritizing you. Maybe if I had to work a few extra hours that night, I had to work or two hours over, I'm going to the gym first thing in the morning because I want to make sure I got that out the way because I needed to do that for me and nothing is coming between me and that. So whatever that thing is making sure that you prioritize that. And that can be sleep, that can be journaling, that can be sitting on your couch and doing nothing, whatever that is, making sure that you are self-prioritizing, that you are self-caring with you. Ooh, I love that. I love that. I think a couple of things that you said is like boundaries. I'm in therapy as well. And that's mm-hmm. something that my therapist and I are working on tremendously is setting boundaries and sticking to them, no matter yeah. what the topic is, whether that be career, whether that be with my marriage, whether that be with my friends, is just having those boundaries and putting yourself first enough where you're not making other people happy. And then you're sitting there yeah. and upset, you know? Yeah. And- I don't think about that as self-care. I think about that as something else. So it's like restructuring our brain to think about our boundaries and standing up for ourselves and prioritizing ourselves as a form of self-care. Because like what you said, sitting around and doing nothing one day, to me, I'm like, you, that's lazy. Like what? Like, <laughs> yep. You can't do that. No days off, right? Like Facebook Outworks is dead. What do you mean? Like, like what do you yeah. mean? And I think that we just have to get in that environment where we're just prioritizing or restructuring our brain of like, this is a form of self-care today and Mm -hmm. this is what I need. Okay, this is a question for me. I'm gonna be selfish right now because I'm with the expert. My self-care, I feel like is always associated with money. Can Mm -hmm. you like, give me some (laughs) advice? Because like self-care to me is like getting my nails done, getting a pedicure. So what you were saying, like, 
you can have self-care without spending money, i.e. taking a walk in nature. So what's that balance? Yes. Some people do look at self-care as a luxury and they look at it as a luxury because of those things that you named off. And people see me, you know, on my page, oh, you go and get massages, you go and get facials. Like, yeah, that's a part of mine too, but you don't have to do those things, you know, with professionals necessarily. What are some things that you can do at home, whether it's meditating, if you have oil diffusers, lighting oil diffusers and journaling or turning on nature sounds on your TV and just, I'm real hippie, like (laughs) just laying in your living room. But like those things are free or even having reading time. You know, if there's a book that, oh, I never got to that book, take time and sit and read that book. Go find a nice little coffee shop and get you a $5 coffee and just sit there and read that book and have that be your time. So it definitely doesn't always have to associate with money, but I know that because of social media and just different things like that, that's what people see the most of. And I think that that can be like the easiest things to think of. Like, oh, I can go get a mini. Cool. And you might actually like those things, but what else do you like and enjoy that you haven't tapped into? And maybe make that a challenge for yourself of thinking about some things that you've always wanted to try or that you just don't do regularly, how can you put those things in the rotation and see if they can be a part of your routine? Yes, I love that. I love that. And that's definitely what I need to do a little bit more of. As we think about some of our listeners who may be new to building their self-care routine, how would you tell a person to start? And are there any like quote unquote, no's or don'ts when it comes to establishing your self-care toolkit or self-care routine? I would say a lot of times what we need for ourselves, we can think of it or discover it if we thought back to ourselves as children. Mm, That's deep. Um, Yeah. Like I've been journaling since I was 12. Like that's when I knew that I could write was because I started writing in my journal and that turned into me writing articles and that turned into me writing other things. And so it's just always been a part of me. There's little threads that we have that go all the way back to our adolescence, our teen years that are things that we enjoy or things that bring us happiness or comfort or just feelings of, oh, just relaxation or home and trying to find what those threads are. Mm. If you're really having a hard time, like identifying as your current self and your present self, our child selves still live with us. And so they need that same nourishment too. And they may have some things like journaling or whatever it is for you that you can enjoy and incorporate. So I would say that think back to your child self and what were things that you did and that you just always still enjoyed and that you think you would enjoy now and see if you can incorporate things similar or exact to that into your routine. I love that. I love that. That's so good. Oh, I love that. That's so good. I need to do some reflecting mm-hmm. today to figure out what that would be. Hmm. Hmm. And then you can cheat too. Like I always say, <laughs> in addition to that, I love going and reading articles about self-care and looking and finding Mm. other experts and how they practice it regularly or how they reflect because I'm always learning and I love to learn from other people. I never feel like, 
oh, I know too much. You know, as much as I do something, I can never know enough about it. And so you can even do just Google searches and finding other self-care bloggers or experts and seeing different recommendations from them on how to establish some different practices too. But for me, at least, it's all come from a huge part of like my child self and then just recognizing what my present body needs. And I know that my present body, A, likes to move to get out stress and anxiety, but then needs those lazy boy, lazy body days. And so I have to make sure I keep those and listening to my body and really understanding when those times are coming. I love that. I love that. That's so good. Listening to yourself. Love that. Mm-hmm. But I would say, I know you asked me about no-nos of self-care. Yes. Um, and I was going to say, believing that they are expensive. <laughs> and yes. so I'm glad that you brought up the nails, manis and the petties. And like I said, the massages and the facials, like, of course, those things are great. And I do believe that those things can be incorporated regularly because your body can also need that too, especially massages, especially if you're really active. You just never know what you need those for. Mm -hmm. I was sleeping the wrong way for months and I went and my body was just a wreck. And I thought I was in pain for other reasons. And really it was because of how I was sleeping and just how much of that tension, working out that tension in my body helped me feel better. So just different things like that can, of course, help you, but they don't have to be expensive. You can find deals Or like I said, you can find other things that are free, like just walking around your neighborhood. Or if you have a bike, biking, maybe finding a biking group or asking a friend if they want to bike with you every now and again. Or like I said, if you're into meditating or in the oils, doing different things with that, there's just so many things you can do. And it's just all based off your interest. So definitely no-nos is believing that it's inexpensive. I would say the second thing is believing that it's not accessible to you. Oh, that's good. That's good. Especially in the Black community. Yes. Because I think it's just been something that we've started to talk about over the last few years. But even still, I hear so many Black women like, I'm too busy for that. Or Black moms, oh, I don't have time for that. And who says? Who says that we don't get to prioritize ourselves, no matter how many children we have, no matter that we're married, no matter that we are working full time, we are not on this earth to do all those things and those things alone. Right. Yes. That's so deep. Preach. <laughs> like, and nor will we be like, we cannot run ourselves in the ground either. Like we have to make sure that we are doing things for us, that we are taking care of ourselves so that we can show up. As a good mom, as a good wife, as a good person, as a good leader, as a good whatever, sister, aunt, whatever title you want to put on it that's taken up your time, nothing should take up your time more than taking care of you. Mm, nothing should take up your time more than taking care of you. That's a quote right there. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. It's true. It's true. And honestly, it wasn't until I was married and had been married and then had my son and then gotten divorced and then was trying to find myself after that. It wasn't until then that I realized that. Like I had dedicated so much energy in those spaces that I was like, oh, well, wait, 
who am I again? And what am I doing here? What am I supposed to be doing? And I just completely disassociated from me. And sure, I was still living in the world and I was going and getting another degree and I was landing jobs and I was still doing all these things. But those things don't have anything to do with how you're taking care of yourself. I was not learning myself or growing with myself at all. I was just checking off things on checklists. Mm, That's so deep. That's so deep. We actually talked about this in therapy today, destination happiness. And just like once you get to a destination, then you'll be happy. Then you'll receive this joy and receive this excitement. And it's like, no, just like enjoy where you are. That's so good. I love that. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. The journey. Yeah, that's so true. It's not the destination. It's the journey. And if you're taking care of yourself on that journey, you really won't enjoy it. Love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. And then I will say the last thing is just shaming yourself when you feel like you aren't doing enough or when you think you aren't doing it right. Because I think that that's when we talk ourselves out of doing it more. And out of trying and out of figuring it out. But because we get on this negative self-talk of, oh, I don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time pushing it off. Or, oh, well, I didn't like that. And she suggested this and I didn't like that either. Maybe I just shouldn't be doing this. No, it's just, it's trial and error. And you're going to be on that journey too, of trial and error until you find something that you enjoy and that feels good to you or till you remember what your child self needs and what feels good to them. You're going to be figuring that out, but shaming yourself, you know, in those spaces of, I'm not doing it enough or I'm not doing it right. It just creates more anxiety, more stress and self-doubt. And that's the opposite of self-care. That's the opposite of caring for yourself, getting on that wheel of shame with yourself. So when people always ask me, well, what does consistent mean? What does regular mean? It means whatever it means to you. That could be once a week. That could be once every two weeks, whatever feels good to you. That's what constant, that's what regular is. I take a lot of stress off myself by not holding myself to those types of schedules. And I think that that can really help people too. That's good. That's so good. I love that. I love that. As we begin to wrap up a little bit, I wanted to take a moment to touch on your unwritten rule. Something that we pride ourselves on on the show is that we give the unwritten rules to professionals of color or entrepreneurs of color of things that we wish we would have known early in our careers. And so you shared that your unwritten rule was to never stop advocating for you. Can you talk to our listeners a little bit more about that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I can talk about this on a whole nother episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, have you come back? (laughs) Well, I would, I would definitely enjoy coming back. I would say that, man, in every part of my life and career, I've really had to learn how to advocate for myself and then not be afraid to advocate for myself. Because there are so many spaces where we just don't feel seen and we don't feel heard. And that impacts us personally. You know, that impacts our confidence, that impacts what we feel like we're worth and just everything else. And I think that that's a huge part of caring for me too, is always speaking up for me, always speaking up for me, even when I'm scared or I don't know how someone's going to take it. My feelings are my feelings. And being okay with that 
and understanding that, sure, there can be right ways and wrong ways to say things and it can be in the delivery. But as long as I am speaking up for me and I'm sharing my peace and I'm sharing my truth and sharing my feelings and how I feel and not allowing people to make me feel like they don't matter or that they aren't going to make a difference that I'm being my best self when I do that, because I'm going to shift something by doing that, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a career move, whether it's a career relationship, whether it's something with me and my son's dad, or even me and my son, you know, just Mm -hmm. making sure that I am standing up for me and I'm expressing myself. And so I think in all ways, personal and professional, you can never stop advocating for you. Love that. I love that. I love that so much. So we've talked about so much today. We've talked about finding the right therapist for you and how that is a part of a self-care toolkit. We've talked about what the elements of a self-care toolkit look like. We even talked about journaling and how you can use your inner child to find what the best self-care routine could be for you. But what are the ways for people to connect with you? If there's something that stood out and they want to learn more or read more, or maybe even purchase a journal, how could they go about doing so? Yeah, you can visit theaisharose.com or follow me at Instagram or Twitter at the Aisha Rose. Also, I'm pretty active on there and I'm so excited <laughs> for everything that will be coming to my website this year. More blogs, more journals. I have the 2022 Reflections and Manifestations journal that's dropping and shipping in January also. So I'm just super excited to keep providing tools and resources, and then just thoughts that I hope resonate with people and kind of help them on their journey too. So I'm excited to be doing this and I just appreciate you all for having me on. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. You've been listening to All Things Career. Be sure to subscribe to learn more ways to increase your value. Don't let what you learned today go to waste. Leave a review. Let us know how you plan on using today's content to improve your career. Until next time.